Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the Fishbowl. Sincerely hope you're well. I'm Bob. That's Fish B over there making music on the bass guitar. Forthcoming, a bizarre reference to an asshole's dead cock. Fucking Aunt Becky is killing criminal justice reform. And then Fish B likes it freaky and creepy. What does that even mean, Fish B? But first, I'd like to do something just slightly different, since this is my last show. Unless we go crazy and do another one before midnight, but we're not gonna. So this is the last show as a 44-year-old. And I would like to read you three quotes. The one, the only, David Letterman. Ladies and gentlemen. After what I've been through, I am happy just to be wearing clothes that open in the front. Nothing, believe me, nothing is more satisfying to me personally than getting a great idea and beating it to death. I love me, the David Letterman. And the last quote from Dave. I don't mind being accused of being a bad comedian. And I don't even mind being accused of being a bad talk show host. But I never want to be accused of being an arrogant, pompous, showbiz asshole. That's right, Fishby. Here, here. Here, here. Let's proceed. What's question one, little buddy? Let's do it. First question of the fishbowl reads as follows. What's the worst thing that could happen on election day? This is a very, very dangerous question for me to attempt to answer. My imagination is simply too vivid. The worst thing that could happen on election day? We could almost guarantee at this point that something very, very strange is going to happen on Election Day and before Election Day and right after Election Day. And with that idea of strangeness, I'm going to do something even stranger right now, something else that I've never done before. What the hell? It's the last show's a 44-year-old. I'm just going to be quiet for a second. And... Unless you're driving down the road, then you have to play the game a little different. If you're driving, don't do this. But if you're not driving, what I'd like you to do right now is close your eyes, and we're just going to spend a second imagining what the worst thing possible that could happen on Election Day 2020. Because how's this year going for you? Let's just close our eyes and imagine. Now, no one say it out loud because we don't want to speak it into the existence of the universe. Let's just allow it to live there in the recesses of our dark, dark brain. 
Why on earth is Roy Jones Jr. stepping into the ring with Iron Mike Tyson? That's a great fucking question. They're both retired. But have you seen the video of Mike Tyson working out? Who wants to get in the ring with Mike Tyson? He's still Mike Tyson. Maybe not 21-year-old Mike Tyson, but he's still Iron Mike Tyson. This is going down. Supposedly. I think it's going to get canceled. But right now, it's scheduled for November 28th. And I don't think anyone should be planning anything for after Election Day. But this is. November 28th, Carson City, California. Eight rounds of exhibition. Which, for those of you that are fans of Rocky movies like I am, an exhibition match is exactly how Apollo Creed died. And I'm sure someone's pointing that out to Roy Jones Jr. Roy has a three-year age advantage. He's only 51 to Iron Mike's 54, but this still seems like a horrible idea. It just ends poorly. A weird random fact about Roy Jones Jr. that I did not know before today... Did you know in 2015, and not only is Roy Jones Jr. a famous boxer, he's also a famous boxing commentator. He's been on a million broadcasts when HBO used to have the rights to, uh, to top rank. Anyway, uh, but Roy Jones, for a reason that I don't quite understand, I'm going to have to ask Roy. In 2015, he met with Vladimir Putin, of all people, to ask for dual citizenship so he could be an American citizen and a Russian citizen. And Vladimir said, eh, what the fuck? Why not? And I kind of have the same response to learning that information. I don't get it either. Why would someone want to do that? Apparently, Roy Jones had a lot of uh, business interests in Russia. Russians are huge, huge, huge. Uh, uh, boxing fans, and getting in and out with a passport was just a pain in the ass. And it's hard to make money in a foreign country unless you're a resident. But still, who wants to have dual citizenship in the USA and Russia, other than Roy Jones Jr. and the President of the United States of America? What's next, Fish B? Attorney General Bill Barr says the calls for a nationwide lockdown to stem the spread of the novel coronavirus were, quote, the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in U.S. history other than slavery. Whoa, 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 whoa. What say you? You seriously said this? That the calls for a nationwide lockdown to stem the spread of the coronavirus were the greatest intrusion on civil liberties in our entire history other than slavery? This guy, this, this Bill Barr. Uh, first, first, first. Uh, one of those things is entirely about public safety. And oh, by the way, safety is the original and still number one reasons why humans congregate, have social groups, and even form governments. So we're not all alone and get eaten by bears. 
That's what one of those things is about, the lockdown for the once-in-a-century global flu pandemic. The other one of those things is slavery. And that's the most despicable atrocity and crime against humanity in the history of two fucking continents, North America and Africa. Furthermore, Attorney General William P. Barr, who's not so honorable, will go down in history as the most disgraceful member of the Trump administration. And yeah, I am thinking about Vice Pastor Pence, but Bill Barr is even worse. He'll go down as the worst because of his complicity and even more dangerous, his advocacy from a legal rationale of Trump's authoritarianism tendencies. Other than that, he's the greatest attorney general of all fucking time. What's next, Fishby? Yo, it's me, Fishby. Do you have any more creepy teases for tomorrow's interlude? We have been teasing the interlude tomorrow for a couple days. Big birthday interlude. I haven't said this in a long time, but it might be one of the best things I've said on this podcast. But it's true. This is true. And think about it. If Bruce Willis in The Sixth Sense had a podcast, it would sound exactly like this. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Oh. Whatever, here we go. Is it strange that Aunt Becky's life in prison sounds better than your life out of prison? <laughs> Aunt Becky? I'll always remember her as the star of the BMX 80s movie Rad, but that's just me. Uh, Lori Lachlan is her real name. And by the way, this has confused me my entire life. How the fuck does L-O-U-G-H-L-I-N, how does that spell Lachlan? It doesn't make any sense. It makes more sense than C-O-L-O-N-E-L, spelling Colonel. That one will always get me. But Lachlan, Lachlan, uh, anyway, anyway. Um, the judge is allowing her to go to, in California, not too far from her house, a Victorville satellite prison campus. Sounds horrible, but just wait, just wait. At this Victorville satellite prison campus, there's lots of activities. There's yoga, there's Pilates, there's origami, there's music lessons on the saxophone, ukulele, accordion, amongst others. There's cartoon drawing classes and leather crafting, and ceramics, and she could learn to fix bicycles, operate a forklift, and or be a dental assistant. So yeah, perhaps Lori Lachlan on the inside has more opportunity than we have on the outside, but this isn't about me. What, what's frustrating about this story, Fishby, 
is it feeds the false narrative because, yeah, th- th- this does seem strange. It seems strange for a prison, but people hear this story because it'll be in People magazine and it's about Ab Becky, right? But this story feeds the absolutely false narrative that unless you're in a Victorville satellite prison campus, that somehow incarcerated Americans have it too damn good, which is bullshit. And it hurts one of America's most urgent problems that needs to be addressed, criminal justice reform. These details about Lori's accommodations aren't helping the cause. What's next, Fishby? What's the most obvious news story of the day? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. The most obvious news story of the day, I had to glance at my notebook, is that in the wake of George Floyd's murder, Russia and even China used social media to provoke the USA and further divide a divided nation. Whatever reporter is responsible for covering the duh beat apparently uncovered this piece of news. That's the most obvious thing. Of, cor- of course Russia and China were, uh, were trying to manipulate us, right? But here's my conspiracy theory du jour, even though du jour means of the day, and I certainly don't have a conspiracy theory every day. But this wouldn't surprise me, and this scares the fuck out of me. But here's the conspiracy theory. If some of these recent and god-awful police shootings remain unsolved crimes, at least one, at least one, was committed by a Russian spy operating in America. And whether you believe that conspiracy theory or not, I'm not sure that I do. It's certainly within the realm of possibilities, and that makes me queasy. This makes me happy and no longer queasy. My mood is very easily turned. That's Isaiah's music, which we, which, excuse me, which means we've reached the final question of the day's fishbowl. As always, it belongs to our 10-year-old executive producer, Isaiah, the tiny plant, who today writes, Are you still doing YouTube yoga with that one lady that combines relaxing and exercising? That lady's name is Adrian, as in YouTube Yoga with Adrian. As in, she has six 30-day yoga cycles, and I did all six of those, and then she has like hundreds of other one-off yoga classes. Yoga for runners, yoga for creativity, yoga for indigestion. And I haven't done all those, but I'll tell you the mistake I made. After I had done all six of the 30-day classes for 180 days of yoga total, I thought, you know what? 
I don't gotta turn on the YouTube. I'm just gonna get on the mat and do my own thing. And I did that for a couple weeks, and it wasn't the same. I don't know enough about yoga. I started to lose my flexibility, started to lose the space in my hips and my shoulders. So now I'm back to doing more daily yoga with YouTube Yoga with Adrian. It's a real thrill. In fact, in the last four years, the longest relationship I've had with any lady is YouTube Yoga with Adrian. How's that for state of affairs? Thank you. Thank you much, Isaiah. And now, my friend, here we are again. Time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego and or the finale. Kick it, Vishby! Four years ago today, Colin Kaepernick knelt during the national anthem for the first time, and Nike commemorated the occasion by using the occasion to make a fuck ton of money. The all-black Kaepernick 2.0 jersey, retailing for $150, sold out today in one minute, which is probably a marketing ploy, but whatever. And speaking of father time, CNN and Grandpa Joe Biden are teaming up for a primetime drive-in town hall. That's right, primetime drive-in town hall, with parking for 35 socially distanced automobiles. And if Fox News doesn't have three days of fun with that, they should all resign in self-disgust and voluntarily move into an anti-hippie commune built around a giant bronze statue of Roger Ailes' dead cock. And say it ain't so, NeNe says she's leaving The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and my favorite journalistic news source of all time, The Rumor Mill, says Paris Hilton's mom is joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with Kim Kardashian's mom. And of all the truly moronic things morons do on TikTok, this trend of reshaping one's teeth with a nail file is hitting me right in the gag reflex, and I have a sandpaper condom joke that I could put here, but it's way too rough. And lastly, it's been a long time since I thought about creepy Rudy Giuliani's henchmen, the two Shreks, but one of the Shreks, Lev Parnas, has seriously been charged with allegedly defrauding investors in an imaginary company seriously named Fraud Guarantee. That's the name of it, Fraud Guarantee that sold imaginary insurance policies to be paid out if its real clients were victims of real life fraud, like from a company like Fraud Guarantee. And that's so ironic that Alanis Morissette volunteered to go down on that Shrek in a theater, and that's a lukewarm Gen X joke at best. Woo! 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 All right, Fish V, we did it. We did it. Last show of our 44th year. Uh, interlude tomorrow. That uh, That's going to be weird as fuck. Check it out if you want. Until manana, say adios, Fish B.